Recording in progress. I just wanted everyone in the world to know that this meeting is being recorded. Radio's turned. All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> I want to just talk as quietly as possible and then turn the compressor up as loud as possible just to see how horrible it sounds. Driving down Highway 40 in my big old. Hey! Um, remember we listened to that like 100 times in a row? Yeah, I remember having fun one time. One time I had fun. Lieutenant Dan, fun. On today's episode of Rogue Squadron, Mopar remains pissed again, and Commander Cody tells others to shut the fuck up. Okay, kids, let's go! Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Today, never before seen, we complain about everything and predict everything else. It's never happened on the podcast before. One night only. <sighs> One night only on this day. Forever fourth. <laughs> Forever forth. <laughs> Forevermore. Quoth Mopar, nevermore. So. In standard happened? Rogue Squadron fashion, last week we said, how is there not a goddamn Boba Fett trailer out when the show premieres in two months? What. And then, hey, good thing we pushed the recording date by a day because this morning the trailer released for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, so uh, we can break that down here. Oh, man. That'll definitely be happening. Yeah, clearly it was uh, upsetting. <laughs> I can't believe the show's happening in the first place. I hate I it. Mean, Disney's making horrible mistakes. Star back. Wars is dead. But for some reason, I'm here hyped about the trailer. Nonetheless. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's anything... You seem indifferent about this. I'm, I'm concerned about you. <laughs> Bopar's going down a different avenue tonight. There's avenues abroad. <laughs> Something's happening. Um, yeah, so we'll break it down. Obviously, I have uh, I threw together one question <laughs> that I'll ask. Him Is Boba Fett in this show? Will yes. he? Okay, be. great. Um, I, will, I will watch it then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, outside of that, there hasn't really been much over the past week. Um, but obviously, Boba Fett will give us plenty of talking points for this episode um yes update i'm still i'm still getting through uh padme's book um you, nice. you and i gamed a little bit battlefield yep it was good it was nice to get back to battlefield 4 um yeah it cracked open 4 again for the first time in a while i was digging it it's difficult you know it's hard it's like hard people that still play that game regularly are like experts um my game yeah. is having some trouble loading but once we once it actually like popped open, it was a lot of fun, man. Just the man, the loading screen with the map preview and the music and everything was totally bringing me back. Circa mm-hmm. 2014 vibes. It was great. 
Yeah. You know what? Actually, now that you say uh, bringing it back, I did see a, I think it was a TikTok of like an old video of a guy starting up an Xbox for the first time from yeah. like 2000, whatever, two or whatever. Yeah. You said uh, that. God. I was like having like flashbacks as I was watching that. I was like, yeah. dude, I used to remember just the hype of getting home from school and just turning it on and just whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and you're like, huh? We're fucking here, bro. <laughs> 50,000 bytes, dude. Forever. 50,000. Forever. There's unlimited <laughs> bytes. Yeah. Well, I've been playing KOTOR, so every time I fire up the KOTOR oh, backwards yeah. compatible, it, it plays the Xbox original intro video thing. Is that how it does? It, like, it runs its own Xbox emulator and then runs KOTOR on that or something? Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, I think so. You click it, and there's like a beautiful like wallpaper of the version of the cover art. And then after a few seconds, it cues like the Xbox startup um, video. Yeah. Then it goes in like it's an emulator of sorts. So I don't know. That one was pretty iconic. I feel the GameCube was pretty iconic as well. Yeah. And then I think the original PlayStation one, just that that startup sound. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really like emulate it. I have to to play it. But I feel like that original PlayStation startup sound. That was iconic, man. I think my top three would have to be... It'd be the original Xbox. Um, I've always liked the, the original Sega. Sega! And that <laughs> yeah. was it. Sometimes, yeah. And then, yeah, that was all of it. It would just Sega, and then... Duh, 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 and you jump into Sonic or whatever. That's a classic one. Go for I it. Yeah, I, wanna, Sega, I, hear so this. I forget it. Move, you control fucking panel. All right, let's see what happens here on this Sony startup sound. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but I'm just playing uh, the first PlayStation startup. Man, it's long. Yeah, it goes on, right? Like you're landing on an alien planet. Yeah. Like that's how long it is. We're definitely arriving somewhere. (laughs) I dig it. I remember that. I just, uh, you know, all the days of Final Fantasy and everything I used to play, that was always on, on PlayStation 1. Yeah. So that was a classic startup sound. No, I uh, I can see how that. I mean, it holds up to be honest. It's cool. Yeah. I'm actually blanking. You know, you you said Sega, and my first console was Super Nintendo, and I'm actually blanking on if there was a Super Nintendo startup sound. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there was. The ones that stick out for me are PlayStation One, Xbox One, and GameCube. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I don't think it was, now that I say that, I don't think Sega actually had it. Sonic was a Sega game, so it mm-hmm. might have been at the beginning of the game that it would just say Sega, and then it would go into the game. Because oh, okay. I'm specifically remembering uh, it being a part of Sonic, so I doubt I doubt Sega actually had its own. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just misremembering. Yeah, I feel like those old games were just like, you started the console and the game played. Yeah, exactly. And then once you get to the PlayStation era, it was like, we're going to promo no. the console that you're actually playing on yeah. right now before the game check, starts. Check this shit out. And then now, and then it went to a whole operating system. That was like the coolest thing for me about getting the 360 for the first time was like, there's an entire console and like menu system and everything before you even get into the game. It was fucking awesome. I do remember the Xbox. So th- I remember the Xbox, the first one, being so groundbreaking because you could play 
music separately from your game. So if I wanted to throw on, like we just we were just talking about Black Sabbath, throw on Black Sabbath and then open your game, and you'll actually be able to listen to Black Sabbath while playing your game. And it was like, dude, I can't handle this. It's so cool. I can go, like, shoot Halo, you know, play Halo. And, yeah. uh, you know, all of it. Sad but true. <laughs> I don't know if we ever did that with KOTOR because we always put, we always just had, like, your your sound system out of the basement back in the day. Oh, yeah. But I remember vividly that we were playing um, World at War Zombies when the zombies first came out. And I would always have music playing on the 360 in the background while we're slaying zombies because there yeah, was no music in that like that first map it was like just it was just silent zombies really playing. i don't remember that huh. yeah there was like a sound effect but like with the round transitioned every every round um but i would always turn on like heavy metal while we were while we we're slaughtering back then god i i really want to play zombies like right fucking now let's just let's do it dude both at who fuck them are we would well, go back to like the original original i'd play any of them whatever is still playable i don't care i was never that good if we if you go into the newer ones i'm sure they're fucking hard yeah at least if we go to the like a classic one i'll partially remember the map any uh cod fans that are listening if there is a like penultimate version of zombies that everyone like loves let us know because i played the original and then for black ops there was a couple new maps, and then they brought back all the original maps for for Black Ops Zombies. Those are the only no. two that I ever played. World of War, didn't we play? There was never one for World yeah, of War. Yeah, that, that's the original Zombies. Oh, I was thinking that was the second one. No, okay. that was the OG World at War. And then, yeah, like I said, so Black Ops brought those maps back. They had a couple new ones. I remember playing in the Pentagon a lot. It was fun, and there was like a Russian um, space shuttle base that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. No, they, I'm, they've, I'm they've down done for it. That. They've kept doing it. Like every other year, there's a zombies for for Call of Duty. I just don't remember, you know, what's what. So let us know. I think uh, I think FedEx has been playing some zombies on one of the yeah. newer CODs. So yeah, fill we'll us in, dog. Hit them up. Um, yeah, just all that stuff. I mean, I know we kind of halfway shit on Call of Duty, but there's a lot of aspects of Call of Duty that's really fun. Um, a lot of just simplistic gameplay it's just straightforward do what you want and like gun game i love gun game it was so so fun and and so like stressful at the same time and i know battlefield has that but no one really plays it and the guns are so one customizable and there's there's so many aspects of the guns in 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 uh, battlefield i think it gets it's too deep you don't need all that gun games just shoot shoot and, and and keep going um so yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nice things, you know. Even if Call of Duty's a little more simple on the ground level, there's you know, you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, off that note, man, I'm actually I've been talking about Halo Infinite for a couple episodes now, and I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played Halo in a long time. Um, since I saw beta footage, I've been just looking up videos about Halo Infinite, and you know, people that are fans of the franchise that are just excited for it. And I'm, the, the vibe that I'm getting is that they're, the best Halo game before now was Halo 3, and that oh, was wow. 2007. Again, I'm not well-versed. I haven't played since Halo 2, um, but that's the vibe I'm getting is like everyone, as far as like the storyline, the campaign, the multiplayer, like Halo 3 was the last like best Halo. So people have been waiting a long time for this, and it got pushed back, I think, like a year and a half 
over the course of the development cycle. It's it's been pushed back a couple times. Um, so people are looking forward to it. And the beta was like very, very overwhelming, like in a good way. It performed very well. It was not a glitchy fuck face mess like uh, Battlefield was a little bit. Yeah. So just there's hype around the game in general. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I thought of that because you were talking about customization and uh, customizing weapons and everything. And I, I just, I always forgot that Halo was like, you start with the pistol and the assault rifle, and then you have to pick up guns around the Throughout. map. I haven't played an arena style shooter. And I think that's probably the only one I've ever played, actually. Yeah. Where like the weapons are specific to the map. So, like, if you want the rocket launcher, you have to fight for it. It's there. It's on like that highest point of the map. Mm-hmm. You have to get to it. You have to fight over it. You can't win based on like how good you customize your class and like your perks and everything. Like it's totally gunplay friendly. You have yeah. to, you know. So I'm just, I don't know, man. It'll, it might be good for a change of pace. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. No, it's a, it's a good point. Uh, so I randomly just Googled uh, Halo games ranked. Uh, and what what website I'm on? Game Rant. They actually have them all ranked, uh, and I'll give you the top top five. Uh, so they actually have Halo One as number one, which is actually kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, I assumed Halo Two, so they have Halo Two as second. Um, Halo Three is third. So That's we're going so right fucking weird, down. dude. Like what? Halo, like, I know is, that I know that the OG Halo changed the game. Yeah, but, but it's, it's weird for like a renowned franchise to say like, well, the same thing happens with Star Wars. It's like Halo One's the best, and then it just has been going. Everyone loves it, but it's continually going downhill since 2005. Like, but that's not true. Like Halo Two was a better game. There was more involvement. The mult you have multiplayer. You have online multiplayer in Halo Two. Yeah. Why would you say Halo One's better? Like, what are you basing that on? Yeah. The second one's smoother, faster. There's more aspects to it. There's better guns. I mean, every aspect of Halo 2 is better. Yeah. You can dual wield in Halo 2. What the yeah. fuck are the people talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to answer the rest of these because fuck them. I don't I want... Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> Boba Fett. Not that I know anything about Halo, but yeah, that just seems weird. That's like, it. you know, it's just, it's just a weird... Like saying that episode one, or excuse me, episode four is, you know... It debuted strong, and that's the best Star Wars movie. And then it's yeah. all been downhill since then. Even though we all still love and talk about Star Wars 50 years later. I don't know. It just seems strange. <laughs> Whatever. Who am I to judge? I've only played two of the games. I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, uh, I had some tabs opened up on my browser, obviously, because I was doing some... Pornhub.com slash... Yeah. Products. What does Jabba's generals look like? So I got a picture here. WebMD <laughs> slash huts. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, no, I'm on the canon tab. Okay. I didn't know Jabba's full name. I didn't know he had a full name. Exactly. Jabba is his <laughs> first name. Uh, Desiligic? Desiligic? Tier. Jabba Desiligic Tier. D-E-S-I-L-I-J-I-C. Desiligic tier. I don't like that. No, there's a lot. JBD or no JDT. <laughs> JDT, bro. I, I got to see known this. As, uh, I got I to see it in action. Jabba. Yeah. Jabba name, motherfucker. 
Yeah, so obviously, you know, the Boba Fett uh, teaser or trailer... That's unnecessary. ...has hard ties to to, to Jabba. To Jabba. To Mr. Disillogic? I almost tried, yeah. (laughs) Disillogic. I'm calling him Sir Mr. Disillogic Esquire from now on. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but yeah, where, where were you going with that? Boba has ties to Jabba, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, it's it's a transition because obviously we see Bo- uh, Jabba die, we see Bib Fortuna take over, assumingly because that's who Boba kills at the end of Mando. Yep. Was it part of Mando or was it like the? Post- it was like a epilogue, post-credit scene type of deal. Okay. Yeah. Um, In Marvel fashion, it was like post-credit scene. Well, first of all, I can't believe. Bib Fortuna actually took over. All right. So, well, I have a little more context <laughs> on this because yeah, I was watching a recap video of the trailer from uh, our, our buddy Star Wars Explained. And he, who has the actual knowledge, was explaining that in a run of comics, um, all of the huts get terminated. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, like, almost the entire hut gang basically dies out at some point before Return of the Jedi and it's just Jabba left. So it makes sense that like once Jabba dies, there's a literal power vacuum. Like it's not like one of his cousins can come in and take over. They're all gone. Was so they all supposed to be that, related? I know a lot of them were, but um that I don't know actually. That much I don't know. I didn't know if it was like a family thing or if it was just the huts are badasses eh, and have money. A little bit of both. It ain't the best stuff. Um, but yeah, it makes sense that, you know, with no one else to jump in, Bib Fortuna would just be like, well, I guess this has is the, mine uh, now. He has the address book. He knows <laughs> where everybody only, lives. <laughs> there's only like seven of you left after uh, Luke Skywalker killed everybody, but let's True. go. So pretty weakened, but yeah. So Boba Fett takes out Bib Fortuna and he's in charge now, man. I'm looking forward to this fucking criminal underworld series. And it's just what we asked for. Uh, OT characters back on Tatooine. That's what we've always been asking for. It's what we've always been wished for. Yeah. I think it's you safe to sum up the last like 12 episodes of our podcast by telling Lucasfilm to do all the stuff that we've already seen with all yeah. the characters we've already yep. seen and nothing new. No no risks or anything like yeah. that. That's yeah. what we've been asking for. Yeah. Yeah. Kill off an OT character, Bib, with an OT character. And we'll, we'll continue from there. I'm uh, such a hypocrite because <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this show. <laughs> listen, listen. I I completely agree. I, we're just being dumb. Uh, I mean, it has to happen on Tatooine. That's what we're familiar with. It has to happen there. You know, even if, and, and we'll get into a little bit deeper. But you know, my thoughts are he's going to get things right on Tatooine. They're going to broaden their, the spectrum with honor, quote, as a, as opposed to um, violence or whatever. And they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna travel. They're gonna take this to other worlds. And I, I have a feeling that it's gonna be more of less of a crime syndicate and more of a brotherhood of darkness per se. Um, but I think he's gonna recruit other bounty hunters and be like, "Look, clearly the bounty hunters guild is fucking around, and it ain't worth it. None of it. We're barely surviving. All of us, and we're killing each other off. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking b- bind together and make a difference and make." And fucking make bank all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to think- spoil it. I mean, I wrote the whole show, so 
I mean, we may as well have. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know what's going to happen. By the time it... <sighs> the first episode... I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The first episode is going to premiere. And we're going to review it. And we're going to predict the entire rest of the season. And then it's going to happen exactly as we state. But we're going to enjoy it anyways. Because that's yeah. how it always goes. Because that's um, what I want to see. Yeah. So I think we're going to get a resurgence of Mandalorians. As a side effect of the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. A yeah. resurgence of Mandalorians in Star Wars canon. And I don't mean... I mean, so they've Clone been pretty Wars. present in Star Wars. So oh, I don't yeah. mean that. It's not like they've been ignoring them. In I fact, just there mean, was a three season, uh, yes, <laughs> or two seasons of just Mando. Yes. <laughs> but I, I just mean in the canon itself, because it kind of gets to a point where the uh, the culture is a little fractured, and they're not as big of a presence in the galaxy as they used to be. So I just mean that I think Boba Fett, Mandalorian, um, Bo Katan, all that stuff is going to lead to a little bit of the Mandalorians kind of coming back into their own, which is good. You know, it's the one of the most ridiculous things you've ever said. Tell me. Uh, whatever you just babbled on for about a minute on the Mandalorian. I don't know what in. I even said. Because in I may... fact, the Mandalorians have been 99% of Star Wars from the outside of the original trilogy. The clones are Mandos. Now we have two seasons going on three seasons of the Mando. Now we have Book of Boba Fett, who is a Mando. We have more screen time of Mandalorians than anyone even close. Well, enter my hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. The Mandos, have all, all. that's all we've been seeing. Everything, even if it's like the Sith doing stuff, it's to pull the strings of the Mandalorians. Like... Oh, we're gonna clone him now, or now we're gonna, you know, <laughs> we're gonna throw both Fett in the thing, and then, oh yeah, oh yeah, other ones. Oh, uh, and then even like the mall stuff. His storyline is the Red Sun and taking over the Mandalorians. Like, yeah. Look, I'm fine with it. I'm just opening your eyes <laughs> to what you just said because everything's been Mando for so long. Um, I guess so. And even in Kotor, guess who we're fighting? I know. That's why everyone loves it. Yeah. It doesn't matter um, what kind of story you serve me. If the Mandalorians are involved, like let's go, we're ready. They could they could do some fun stuff. Um, let me let me we'll start digging into this. So, I guess what I, was, what I was trying to say before you dig into it is like I feel like I feel like there was a lot of focus on the Mandalorians, especially with all of Filoni's content. But that mm-hmm. all seems to be Clone Wars era. All the clones are Mandos. Obviously, we get that. Yeah. But it, it feels like throughout the course of like Clone Wars and everything that the factions on Mandalore are kind of splintered and they're kind of infighting and oh, absolutely. no one knows who's good, who's bad. And then in like the timeline post um, Civil War, like original trilogy and later, we don't have a lot of Mandalorian presence. I feel like they're very underground. So that's what I'm going for is like in the canon original trilogy era and afterwards, I feel like there's going to be a resurgence of Mandalorians. And I mean, yeah, they got the formula right. Everyone loves Mandos. Let's go. It's yeah. fine. No, like like I said, I'm not mad at it. I'm just opening your eyes. I understand. Um, so, yeah, Underground Crime Syndicate, that's what we've been kind of asking for. We wanted it more on Coruscant, but let's start here and see what the fuck happens. Because we've got sprinkles of it, obviously, in like um, Solo. Yeah. And we get the Kira Crime Syndicate, the Red Sun, or no, Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Um, so it's all good. I mean, possible Kira presence. In- I, I just hope some of those factions show up. They established a lot in over the course of like Solo and other new material, Crimson Dawn, Black Sun still fucking around, the Pikes. 
Uh, there's like two others, I think, that I'm not really remembering at the moment, but I hope they all make an appearance at some point. Well, so from my understanding, I know Maul got involved with the Mandalorians and kind of split them, and there was like a civil war on uh, on on Mandalore. But I mean, that's just a Tuesday. I mean, the Mandalorians are fucking each other up on the on weekly basis. Um, but I know that there was that like that large faction of Mandalorians that actually followed Maul and started doing like Maul face paint on their armor. Was that Death and, Watch or someone else? Yeah, I think it was Death Watch. Yeah, thank you. Um, but if you want to get real fucking technical real quick, what was the armorer wearing? Horns on her helmet. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's true. Wait a second. So I wonder if she was a part of Death Watch. I mean, I, at this point, it's probably, you know, 20 years after all that shit happened. So, you know, you go through that, you get you get some armor upgrades, and then you're like, well, fuck, you know, my side lost, or we, it, it all, none of it matters anymore. That so, is interesting. I don't know why I never thought of that. Yeah. Huh. I think maybe that's a, a, a nice either call out or maybe the Maul storyline. Obviously, Maul's dead, but that Maul storyline of him fracturing the Mandalorians. And maybe this is the full scoop around where they call come back together and be like, fuck the Sith because they're the ones, they're the reasons. The scoop that we around. All sc- scoop around. Are you going to scoop? Oh, here we go. All right. I typed in Mandalorians, Darth Maul, and there was a. Uh... Something popped up. It said Mandalorian theory. The armorer fought with Maul during the Clone Wars. Yeah, so maybe she was part of... I want to... Let's see here. My memory's so bad. Death Watch, Star Wars. Oh, but Death you're, Watch. You're on the right track. Yeah. This has a little bit of weight. They could uh, they could pull it out. You know, so the, the horns on, like, the Mando helmets were a little exaggerated in the cartoon, obviously. But, like, it stands to reason for a live action interpretation of that that the armor's like helmet it does it does resemble that yeah that's pretty cool yeah so death watch eventually stumbled blah 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 yeah so they they fucked around they, they fucked around and that's what um Bo-Katan was fighting against death watch right so it was yep. her and her family against the death watch people in mall I just got to say, as far as um, cartoon characters crossing over into live action, I think that's one of the best I've ever seen. Bo-Katan? I think so, because I was always iffy. And it's the, the unfortunate part about this is that it's just the haircut in the cartoon. I was just iffy on this being like a, you know, a, um, a royal leader of Mandalore. Mm. But when you get to Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian... I just feel like she embodies the role and looks fucking savage. Yeah. So I don't know. It m- maybe it's just live action versus whatever, but um, it, it was good. It was a great, great crossover. I mean, th- consider this: uh, Maul had the dark saber, right? And that's and that's why that's how he took over Mandalore. Now, uh, Din Djarin has it through many different ways and Bo-Katan was going after it now we're at Boba Fett and we're I mean it literally could be coming way full circle scoop scoop zone um, <laughs> well here's another thing that um, Alex mentioned from Star Wars Explained is that all of these various live action shows they're all they're kind of separate but they're all going to be in a little mini universe they're all leading to Thrawn 
at some point. I tell you what. Mando, Boba, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic. Shut the fuck up. I want to tell you something right now. Let's have it. I hate Thrawn. That was That's like what a you question. Made me shut up. That about? was that was more like a I hate Thrawn. I kind of hate Thrawn too. Keep going. No, no. I am. I would be one thousand percent jazzed <laughs> if all of this was leading up to like a Thrawn drop. Yes. Like I'm talking Mando, Book of Boba Fett, whatever. A couple, even the Ahsoka stuff. If it was all coming to a the peak of what a Thrawn's empire looks like, yeah, four hundred percent. Dude, we're finally going to get an explanation of how the First Order got founded if Thrawn is becoming full circle and going to be a part of the show. Could you imagine that Thrawn was a contingency? Like, he was put in yeah. place and, and like almost promised, hey, Sidious goes out, you're in charge, you got to do these things, take over, this is how you do it. And in doing that, Sidious is setting Thrawn up for failure and Sidious ends up killing Thrawn when he comes back. Because yeah. he's a threat at that point. I mean, that's such a serious thing to do, and that's a great way to make me okay with a clone Sidious. If it was all to, hey, why don't you do the work, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have my my ten people work on cloning cloning stuff, and then when I do come back, you'll have everything set up and made. That's why there's ten thousand ships on Exegol. Like, if we start answering these questions because Thrawn was in charge and had the materials at his hands, I will be way happier. Because I, I want I want to believe in Thrawn. I want it to be good. I just... The stuff that he exists in, I guess. I like the character of Thrawn more than the storylines that I know him to be a part of. That's what I was going to say. There's a batch of characters that I'm like... I like the idea of the character. Not so hot on like the storyline or like the book that they came out with. So it would be great to have a revival of them. Like, like they're remaking Kotor, Mm -hmm. so Revan's going to be canon. Now, I don't know how true of a remake it's going to be. Is it literally going to be? Are you you sure it's not just going to be like a Legends game? Well, I don't know, but let's let's pretend that it's becoming canon, and let's say like if they maybe adjust some of the story just slightly to fit a particular role. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know how close and accurate it's going to be. Um, But someone like Thrawn or like Prince Shizor from those old stories, Mm -hmm. who we love as a character, like if they are able to fold them in and even change things a little bit with the storyline and like fit them in at different time points. Um, Also talking about a cartoon to live action crossover i feel like the actor who voices thrawn in rebels would be a fantastic um crossover to play thrawn in live action why not and that yeah. has me excited yeah if they can make it work yeah um, he looks i mean like once you start, perfect once you start throwing a full blue face paint on almost anyone can be thrawn as long as <laughs> as long as he doesn't have a big head like me i mean i'm obviously not thrawn build um but um <laughs> He does, he does kind of need like a tall head. Yeah, you need a long, long, skinny head. Hey, I'll play Floney. I'll play Thrawn. He's not six a hundred. Okay, he can't be six <laughs> a hundred. However tall you are, you, you know, know how you got Chiss that. are like for I'm I'm average height for Chiss. Is that? I think. Is that accurate? I think. Look up Wikipedia. All right, Chiss. <laughs> Chiss height, average height, average. Median. Height. Look up median height. Actually, that's what you got to go for. 1.7 meters. 
Okay. 1.7 okay. meters, 1. meters to two feet. <laughs> six foot? That's 5.6 feet. See, they're short. All right. Well, that doesn't work out. I'll still be Malik if you want. <laughs> you can cut my jaw off. That's fine. Sign it up. I'll do that. It's a worthy price to be in Star Wars. Um, yes. So, long story short, I concur with you. I was never a fan of that original Heir to the Empire trilogy. The books and the overall storyline and Jedi Master Sabath and all that stuff. But as a character, Thrawn and his underguy, um, I think his name was Grand Admiral. No, not Grand Admiral. What's one rank under that? Admiral Pelion, General Pelion, something like that. Um, I'm very interested in those characters. So let's do it, man. Mm -hmm. Like put Shizor in Book of Boba Fett. Like Black Sun comes into the role, into the fold with Book of Boba Fett, and then everything leads towards a Thrawn. Um, like some weird inner boundary between the fall of the Empire and the rise of the First Order. Super interesting. Let's go. Yeah. Secrets only the Thrawn knew. <laughs> yep. Find a way to explain that line away, please. Yeah. Please. Um... Yeah, I mean, again, we've been asking for underground crime syndicate, and now we're getting it. So, I'm ready. There's no way to be mad at this, and with Boba Fett at the helm of it potentially, and I'm yeah. sure he might be looking at other larger crime syndicates and maybe trying to consolidate into one large fuckery. Um, yes, which could get very messy very quick. You know, that's what it yeah. sounds like for sure. And it, I'm so. What do you think about um, about Boba turning a new leaf? Perhaps. Is he a good um, guy? Or is he no. a, like a chaotic neutral? I think lawful he's... Lawful neutral guy? I think... I mean, it's almost like Din Djarin. Like, it's not that... It's just not working anymore. Being a bounty hunter does not work anymore. You know, with, with, with the way things are, the empires crumbled down, and the rebellion hasn't even built up yet. So no one's got the money to do shit, and no one's got the the energy or the resources to do it. So you got to figure something else out. So let's start working for yourself instead of trying to bid for low cost bounties. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah, I think it's just it's this is the way, but this is the new way. So fuck it, let's, yeah. let's try something new. Yeah, I'll be curious to see. I'm sure there'll be some conflict with uh, Din Jaren about. You know, thanks so much for helping me save Grogu and everything, but you're going back to, you know, totally overthrow this evil empire and take control of this crime syndicate. I don't really agree with that, you know? It'll be interesting. There's there's potential for a lot of conflict from people that are don't, like, explicitly hate each other. And th this is what I'm so excited about, I think, with the show, is that Star Wars is getting into some very t um, good territory where it's not explicitly good guy versus bad guy it's all a bunch of people that are kind of in the gray i'm not evil but i'm also not a goody two-shoes i'm gonna do what i need to do i'm trying to make a buck blah 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 i'm taking over Jabba's empire like there's a lot of middle ground here happening and i'm excited to see how that plays out yeah yeah um i mean with him teaming up with fennec i mean well he gave her a stomach man i mean fennec 
saved Boba Fett, didn't she, on Tatooine from the Sarlacc? Is that where? Did we no, see Boba that Fett scene? saved. Uh, what's her face? Boba Fett saved her. Remember, she lifts up her shirt. She's like, "I got a robot stomach now." This motherfucker. Oh yeah, you got Terminator in my stomach. I wonder if that's the reason why, though. Maybe she saved him from the Sarlacc, so he saved her. From I don't know. I think he was just. I think he's gonna have an underlying tone of like, I was a bounty hunter, and I almost fucking died in the Sarlacc pit, and it was horrible, and I found a way to redeem myself, and. He comes across Fennec, and she's about to die. And there's, oh look, it's just it was me five years ago, you know. And he has a soft spot, and he saves her life, and now she's kind of his number two. Yeah. Well, I guess um, I think the video that I saw, which I didn't do that much research to be honest, but um, the video, the breakdown that I saw suggested that Boba Fett actually ran Tatooine for a short time before Jabba, and Jabba took over and made it terrible. Um, because Boba Fett, Boba Fett was always at the helm or leading because he even led that batch of bounty hunters in Clone Wars. Like Aura Singh was under under him, and um, what's Lizard Man? You sure? What are you talking about? He was yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, you don't remember that? Yeah, but I don't think he ran them. He was just kind of like he's the leader. He was the leader at ten years old. Yes, you don't remember that scene? Asajj Ventress, uh, what's 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 Lizard Man? What the fuck's his name? Uh, Bosk. Bosk uh, walks um, Asajj into their like hideout or whatever they're, and uh, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, what are we gonna do, boss? And she's like, that's your boss. And Boba Fett like gives her a fucking stare, like, bitch, oh, I'll fuck. kill. I don't remember that. I don't. Even I thought know I thought he was like. I thought he was out to assassinate Mace Windu, and they kind of like took him under their wing. I didn't realize he was like fucking in charge. No, I, I think you're right. They did that, but then he slowly took over and said, oh, "No, we're man. fucking doing it. We're doing it this way, and this is how it's going to go down." And that's exactly what happened. I got to so rewatch started, that arc. So they started, yeah, just trusting the kid. Shit, but, I got to rewatch that then. So yeah, I mean, he's he's used to like running shit, and he knows how to do it. I mean, he's a clone. He's a, he, but he's not enhanced, so he is just like. Literally, it's a weird thing a to say. Like you have an advantage by being. A clone, an advanced clone, but then there's also a disadvantage, you know, at the same time. That you die in 20 years? You die. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, his whole line about ruling with, um, what does he say, respect? Yeah. I was Instead hoping he said something like honor. Respect's a weird Did one to throw honor? out there. I no, that's what I'm saying. I wish he said honor. Because I feel like that's, respect is one thing. But honor holds a bunch of much more weight, and I feel like is a little more Mando esque. Um, like you can have respect for someone. I don't know. I'm just thinking like in war terms. Like if you yeah. honor someone, there's there's a lot more like militaristic stuff tied to the word honor than respect. Is like, oh yeah, you did a pretty good job, I guess. I respect that. Well, can you honor an enemy, or can you respect them? Yeah, maybe that's the difference. I would respect an enemy. Maybe honor holds more of a moral weight. Like you, it, to, to honor someone, you agree with their morals. To Possibly. respect someone, it's more of like, hey, I, I am acknowledging your talents or your efforts. Yeah, something like that. So even though we're on opposite sides, I can respect you. 
Rogue Squadron Podcast is where you can break down commonly used English terms and blah, blah, blah. New book coming out in next year, Morality as Related to Boba Fett. Boba Fett. And written by us. We know what we're talking about. It just what does honor mean? It just says written, written by us. Authors. <laughs> us. us. Written by us. You and I, written by all of us, collectively, as Star Wars fans. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, now that we're getting into it, remember Fennec um, left Cad Bane for dead at the end of Bad Batch. Yeah. Now, this is one of the meetups I've always wanted to see. Yep. If Cad Bane came across, because I truly don't know. I'm such a Cad Bane fan that if Boba Fett came across Cad Bane and they went went, went fucking hand-to-hand, I have no idea who would win. I really don't. It's also and, a um, cartoon to live action transition yeah. that I wanted to see for a long time. Yeah, and now that Cad has kind of it out for Fennec because she stole yeah. stole that bounty. No, it was Omega. Yeah, because he was he was hired by who? How how was that storyline? He was hired by the Empire to kill Omega. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I need to look up. Um, wait, what? That's not correct. I was going to look up. Um, what is happening with IMDb? What is happening with IMDb? I just looked up the Clone Wars, and there's like five things that are not the main Clone Wars show that just popped up, and I'm just so confused. Did you spell uh, clone right? I I can type. Yeah. The Cologne Wars. This is the smell against this smell. The colon hey, wars. The colon wars. I was going to look up who played, uh, who's the voice actor for Cad Bane, and if they would look good as the option for a live action Cad Bane. But I don't know. It's taking me a long time to find this, so I don't know if it's worth it. Goodbye. Wait a second. How is mm. Cad Bane not listed on this? That's so weird. All right. Anyways, I'm oh, going under the Clone Wars. Are you under the Bad Batch? No, I was under Clone Wars. It's okay. It's not that important. I'm sure it'll be great if there is a crossover. The fact that it would happen at all would be awesome. Seeing that fucking. Duros murdering people in live action would be awesome. He does not look like a Cad Bane. <laughs> oh, well. uh, I mean, they could make it work. Again, he's an alien, so... Oh, that does suck, because if, yeah, you get so tied to a voice... I mean, I seriously think they could make it work. He wears a big hat, and he's got a blue face, like just like the chips. You, yeah. can, you can cover it up and make it work. Yeah, that's true. Robis. Do Robis. Yep. All right. Um, the other thing I was excited for, uh, Book of Boba Fett, which, by the way, why is it called Book of Boba Fett? We'll probably find out. And I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah. Um, Maybe he writes a book, was, like fucking Bilbo Baggins. I wrote down Jabba's Way versus the New Way, and I know we kind of touched on what is this new way and what does it kind of look like, yeah. but what I'm hoping to do is get a view into how vile Jabba was, actually. Because we get a goofy glimpse into, hey, haha, throw p- people down to a rancor, and hey, we'll just throw people into a sarlacc, and it's like, 
okay, I get it. Like, maybe there's some sense of, oh, we do get to see, like, the droid torture, which, take that or leave it. But, you know, if that was an actual torture room, mm, they do imprison yeah. uh, Chewie and Han. Yeah. Um, which, so, there's, like, little snippets, but you don't actually see anything actually happen. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I want to see. I don't know how much, how many flashbacks or whatever they're going to do. Even if it's not a flashback, be like, remember when Jabba tore that dude apart and ate his intestines slowly while we all were forced to watch? (laughs) It's true. It could just be some character with like one arm and no face. Just be like, this is what happened when I worked for Jabba. I'm looking for a new job. He took it. (laughs) Here's my resume. Please hire me, Boba. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wrote what I'd like to see from uh, Jabba's history is a view of how vile he was. If Jabba had any ties to any other evils. So what, and I, I just put evils, but any other like evil characters per se. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously there's the Darths out there. So, um, and then just some insight on the hut as a species too would be really fucking cool because they are a pile of poop. So let's learn more about them and why they took over and how they took over and aren't they no no they are sorry i'm just saying like i don't it would be cool to start and by saying that like cover all that in the first episode like jabba was a dick he was you know ruling by fear we're gonna take things in another direction and then leave him behind and let's just can continue on i i don't personally want any like hot backstory in this I'm okay with just being like, Jabba was here, now he's gone, we're going to move forward. Yeah, I guess I... I, I no, I agree with you. I, I would like just one-off sentences. Well, you yeah. know, the Huts, they blank, blank, blank. Well, oh. Fennec says something in the trailer. She's like, if you said that bullshit to Jabba, he would feed you a goddamn Rancor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, you know, we, so. don't, we don't know much about the Huts as a species or and or family if they were, because I know a lot of them were family yeah i just want more and more crime syndicates well as we wrap this up um at least the boba fett stuff i mean i wrote down possible characters that we would see and we've already talked about every single one but the the idea of having kira cad bane mando and boba fett all make sense into one storyline is like like this, this could get fun really quick. Yeah. Like where is where is Bosk? He has to still be around because don't those fuckers live like two hundred years? So, well, there's an overarching story of the good guys and the bad guys in Star Wars, and like the overall galactic government and who's fighting against you know one against the other. But there's a whole other storyline that we don't really see much in the movies, and that's the underworld and the regular citizens, where it's like the crime syndicate could have an entire different. Uh, feeling against the First Order or against the New Republic. Yeah. You know, like they could come into the mix and maybe support the First Order or support the New Republic for, you know, one reason or another and they haven't really been in the mix very much lately. As far as like feature films go, that's why all these series have a a opportunity to kind of like combine and give us a little bit of this subplot. Well, I mean, uh, my initial thought is for for Boba Fett to turn a new leaf I think it would make sense is because Boba Fett got a glimpse into what the Empire was and actually did and it was horrible for everybody 
So the fact that maybe they're the first orders coming around and all these people are like, ah, we worked for something similar and it sucked fucking ass. We are not going to sign up for that shit again. So even the evil guys per se is are going to be like, nah, we can't back that shit. Like, let's let's do our own thing. Yeah, let's build up our own army if you want. But it's just going to be yeah, a large larger crime syndicate that, like you said, maybe something like a um, Prince Shizor makes sense. It doesn't have to be him, um, but something along those lines where the bounty hunters or crime syndicate will be a formidable opponent even against the new empire or whatever the first order or whatever it is like you can't yeah. don't if you're if you're a first order trooper do not go to fucking tatooine <laughs> right they, you will not be received there and that's what those all the the, the stormtroopers on spikes like that shit's a warning stay the this isn't your land right. stay the fuck away get out of no, here i love it i love it there's like backwater stuff that no no one no one's fighting over that <laughs> shit no one's fighting over that so well dude that's the uh, you mentioned she's again that's the best thing they could do is like Boba's trying to rebuild this entire syndicate. It's going okay, but things keep happening in the background. He's getting sabotaged. You don't know what's going on. And then, like, it gradually gets revealed over time that it's Black Sun. And then, like, season finale episode, Prince Shizu reveals himself. And then it cuts. And then, like, we have to wait till season two. Like, that's one of the, like, that's what they should do, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's it's not it's going to be a hard road ahead for Boba Fett if if in fact this is what's happening. If he's trying to get all the crime syndicates together, oh yeah, they've been hating each other and killing each other for so long. Yeah. That why the fuck should I trust you now? Oh like, yeah, just, he's got to make a case he, for the first order's worse. Yeah. Or, or, or that that they all trying to crack benefit. down or whatever. Yeah. Or that the fact that they can all benefit from. Hey, stop killing each other. Let's use our resources together to do yeah. X Y Z. Well, bitch, I got more beer from, than you, so you ain't getting that resource. So fuck <laughs> off. Gonna happen. These hops are mine, motherfucker. Hops are mine, hopping around. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how they play his um, his redemption. I mean, he could be he could be completely acting and faking it, and he's still a fucking evil savage, you know. But he could be coming out of the Sarlacc pit and be like, "Well, I devoted my life to revenge and fucking anger, and I almost died." And I barely got out of the Sarlacc pit, and this is a chance to start over. And he could actually like be a changed man, you know. It, it seems like that from some of the dialogue dialogue that we got in uh, Mando season two. Um, mm-hmm. So if they pursue that, you know, a Boba Fett redemption would be cool because I've always loved the the weird middle ground between I love the clones and they were the good guys for a long time, but all of their DNA comes from Jango Fett, who's an evil bounty hunter. So mm-hmm. like it's they've always been kind of like somewhere in the middle. It'd be great to explore a bit of that morality through Boba Fett. Turkey Sandwich said, uh, "I hope he has a Joker pencil scene with the clown glasses." <laughs> yes, he's just <laughs> stabbing Athorians and Trandoshans with pencils. What's the Star Wars version of a pencil? Data pad. Oh, yeah. Just smashing a data pad on someone's face. Uh, so boss, Dengar could be a possibility where he shows up. Yep. Um, IG-88, Zuckus, Forlom. Yep. Um, Han Shizor. Solo. Yeah. Mm. That'd be a weird one because I have, I've sang the praises of uh, Alden as a young Han, but obviously we're dealing with a post-Return of the Jedi Han, so I don't know how they would handle that. 
I tell Harrison you what, Ford's likeness. He probably will Han, not be there. Yeah, but fuck. <laughs> How is has um in Amando? You know what is probably going to show up. Not to cut you off, is not Han, but is Dash Rendar probably. I hope not. Um, I hope. So, what's the story? What's the timeline? <laughs> when was when was um, Ben born? Oh man, is Ben alive during Mando? I, if he is, he's he's like a newborn. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. My thoughts were because Mando maybe, is like is like four or five years after uh, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. My thoughts were maybe if Ben was old enough, he could have started down the dark path. Which doesn't happen till later, but I know uh, even Leia and Han f- have a falling out, and he goes quote back to what he's always known. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe this is an opportunity to show that, but I don't. I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it timelines right. Negative for for that storyline. Now Han actually showing up still is not a possibility, and or possibly a man or a Leia. Hmm. No Just way. think about the people that are still out there. No way. Luke's, Luke's still out there. Uh, what if you yeah. see? Okay, let me let me ask you this. Don't put Luke on on screen, but maybe one of Luke's apprentices shows up, and it's like, dude, I didn't know you guys still existed. Something along <sighs> those lines. It's interesting to think like how he would be treating the Jedi Order. You know. Like he he might want to keep it completely in hiding, based on what happened before. He might mm-hmm. be a hundred percent under wraps. You never know. So yeah, I don't know. Could be cool. I mean, as long as Salacious B. Crumb's still cackling away. Yeah, he didn't die, right? We didn't see him die in six. I don't think so. He's still around. I think it's because he gets shocked by R two on the way out. Ooh, <laughs> he, and he just jumps up. up. So he's still hanging there. That should be Boba Fett's first meal once he takes the throne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited, Luke, though. Grogu, Han, Leia, Chewbacca. I think, Lando. I think we're going to interweave. Lando. Lando. Lando system. Characters from The Mandalorian. Cobb Vanth. Yeah, Cobb I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're going to see any of those original trilogy characters at all. How much you want to put money down that Cobb actually does show up? I would bet on him, yes. Yeah, but think about like, people, people OT, are still on Tatooine. OT people like Luke, Han, Leia, Lando, I don't think they're going to show up at all. Mayfeld. Yeah, maybe. I could see that. Mayfeld's a good one. He's, uh, unfortunately, I made the comment that he has a better character arc than Finn, which is unfortunate and, you know, nice that Bill Burr gets a cooler character arc. But yeah, I mean, maybe he he kind of made his peace with himself with the Empire by doing that that mission with Mando, and now he's just gonna go do his own thing. And maybe he'll fall into this kind of realm where it's like, well, this isn't good guys quote or bad guys. So this is where I can make money and just kind of do my own thing. Yeah, he can kind of pick each mission uh, mission based mm-hmm. on the morality of it. Let's do. Based on the credits. The credits involved. Who else is on? Uh, and the light Watto? side versus dark side points. Watto? Maybe Watto will show up. Dude, man, I've been waiting for Watto to reappear somewhere in Star Wars. 
I don't, I don't know where's the right fit, but you know he's got to be owning somebody. Sabulba, he's still alive, isn't he? <laughs> he, yeah, you saw him. He survived the crash, crashed his pod, and just God damn it, this thing costs five hundred thousand dollars. Well, you saw. So I'm sorry, my mind's going all over the place. So the actual trailer, we do see that Ethorian of some yeah. type of importance or authority, and um, the video I was watching mentioned like. It still looks like a desert planet, but it can't be Tatooine because he's just like Tatooine's so sparse and the three biggest uh, settlements we've already seen and they're nowhere near that size. So, right. I was like, well, clearly we're, we are jumping somewhere and or maybe some shit happened on Tatooine. Maybe there are there are settlements and they all kind of, I don't know. I, I'm more asking than suggesting. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Desert planets, man. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, man. I'm here for... Man, the clones have got a bad rap because of fucking Django. He's being an asshole and everything. So I'm, I'm excited for Boba to bring it all back. Get some respect going on there. Um, just another series where I can uh, hope for a Commander Cody appearance. We'll see what happens. If we don't get it now, we'll get it in Bad Batch Season 2. So I'm just going to... I'm holding out hope for that, really. Yeah. I. You know what I do like about uh, the Book of Boba Fett, what we saw, is just the, the breadth of uh, species. I mean, Trandoshans yeah. are, are, are pretty prevalent, seemingly. We got those dog Clatuinians, shout out to Battle for Endor. Throwback. Is that what those, the dog face? Yeah. Battle yeah. for Endor, and then they were in um, yep. Mando. Season one. I'm so fine with that. I'm so okay with that. It's cool. <laughs> so fine. I'm so fine. So fine. Yeah. yeah speaking of desert planets, man, um, Dune. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I am poorly behind. <gasps> it's so hard to go to the movies nowadays, man. It is difficult to it is go outside anymore. Unfortunate. Because if it was like, I could go see a horror movie. Because my wife would be like, I don't want to see that. You know, I'll I'll watch the little one. You just go to the movies. But if it's Marvel or like something new, she would want to see it. Mm-hmm. So she wants to tag along. She hates James Bond, actually. Maybe that should be my first one. I should go see James Bond instead. Because she was like, she hates James Bond and Mission Impossible so much. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of good movies sitting out there right now just asking to be watched. Please watch me. Um, it it is on HBO. I did I did not realize that until last weekend, but Turkey Sandwich confirms it's on HBO Max. Uh, Dune is, but I feel like that's one that you want to see in theaters. Man, it looks like a spectacle for sure. Bosk Wasak Kradosk is Bosk's full full name. I'm just letting you guys know. Listen, you got to stop with the full names here. This is, you're ruining all these characters <laughs> for me. Bosk Wasak Kradosk. I almost couldn't take Lando's full name. I mean, these are these are just egregious. Mm-hmm. He's actually got quite a story, to be honest. That's one of those side characters that they did pay homage, and they're still he's still not a big character because he's in the Clone Wars. He's in the OT. We'll probably see him here. He spans yeah. a long, long. Uh, I remember playing uh, the X-wing miniatures game. That was like my favorite ship. He's one of my the favorite players, too, man. In, in Battlefront 2. He's one of my oh, favorite yeah. characters. 
Proxy minds, dude, all day. It was awesome. Most of the days. Half of the days. So. Cool. Uh, did you squeeze in any um, any more spooky movies in the past week? Um, Actually, now that you say that, I watched Zodiac. I told uh, you and Steve about. Oh, yeah. How was that? <sighs> I've never seen it. Is it Robert Downey Jr. in that? There is every single big name character ever. I'm telling you, add the big name actors. Google it right now. I am because I feel like Hulk, I've seen the um, in it. the movie Iron poster in a lot. It. Dude, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Iron Man's in it. Hulk's in it. And there's uh, like twelve other people that you've seen or know from Iron other Man. There's so many people in it. Yep. It's a long movie. Logan too. Roy from Succession. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, everyone oh, yeah. That I looked at, I was like, oh, shit, I know him. Oh, shit, I know him. Oh, yeah. my God. Everywhere right. I looked. So uh, what's the what's the premise? The Zodiac Killer, right? Yeah, it's just about the Zodiac Killer from uh, the 60s, uh, 60s, 70s. Um, Mark Ruffalo is the detective. Jake Gyllenhaal is a comic book writer, but he's a big nerd, and he, he kind of helps figure it out. Um, and then Robert Downey Jr. is actually like a, an editor or a writer. So Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal work together, but Jake isn't taken seriously because he's just a comic book strip writer. But he's, a like I said, a huge nerd, so he starts figuring stuff out and trying to work with Mark Ruffalo, who isn't having it, but slowly has it. <laughs> slowly has it. I want to have it. I can't have it now. Slowly have it. It was. Uh, does it take place in the, in the 60s? Yeah. Mo- I think most of it takes place in the 70s, actually, but yeah. Nice. Cool. Hey man, I'm a sucker for period pieces for sure. It's it's good. It's really good. It's a long movie. It's uh, two hours forty five or something like that. Dude, I got a couple more days before uh, V for Vendetta kicks in, so I can still squeeze in a few more Halloween films before that. Yeah, I recommend I recommend Zodiac. I'm not gonna say it's groundbreaking, but my God, the whole time I was like, this is really good. And and the Zodiac killer himself like. His murders kind of progress, and he toys with um, police and that sort of. He sends out. He's almost like the Riddler. That's what I'm saying. Like the new Batman with the Riddler and having a, like a Zodiac killer in in DC. I was like, "Fuck, this is so perfect." Because mm-hmm. he fucks. He throws riddles into his murder letters that he sends straight to the PD. And you're like, "Dude, this would work perfectly with a Riddler and Batman." Yeah, it's so cool sounds dope man that sounds good oh so the director also did seven and oh, seven's Social a good Network. movie yeah gone girl which i never saw house of cards produce executive producer for house of cards one of the best shows of all time yeah yeah they all do right, cool. it, they do it right they i mean there's some creepy stuff i mean i wouldn't call it a thrasher but when he murders some people you're like fuck this is pretty brutal. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't like hinge on that. It's just like, okay, this is happening. Let's get into the suspense thriller. You know, who is he? That's yeah. what the, the whole, yeah. So, yeah, I'll have to check it out. He uh, also made a, he directed a short called Beer Run in 2005. I started that in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> the plot summary is In need of beer, Brad Pitt goes to the store while skillfully evading the press. <laughs> they probably did that while they were like making Fight Club or some shit. That's so funny. That's awesome. All right. Well, now I'm definitely going to watch it. 
Oh, and uh, yeah. Turkey Sandwich here in the chat says to add Gone Girl to my list. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, that's what he says. I know that's... Um, I was intrigued when I saw the trailer for that it's with um, Ben Affleck, and I cannot remember who else, but it did look good, so I'll have to add that in there. I've been watching Scream, mm-hmm. so um, Revenge of the 90s, they actually... Their very first episode two years ago was Scream 1. And they did Scream 2 um, this year for Halloween season. And I realized as I was kind of observing the Scream universe, because um, so the trailer came out for the new one, which is the fifth movie, comes out in January. And I didn't realize there was that many. So I went back and looked and I was like, I've never actually seen the first, the original. I've never seen any of them. When I came across Scream, I saw the second one first. And I've seen that one probably like, I don't know, nine or ten times seen three a couple times but i've never seen the first i've never seen the fourth at all so i wanted to start from the beginning so i watched scream one and two and i want to watch three and four here this week before the week's over with um it's good man it's fun it's it's like a they're they're really close to crossing a line between being meta and what i mean by that is like some murders start happening and the characters are talking about like you know, in, in horror movies like Halloween and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, this is usually what happens. And they're like kind of making fun of all the tropes of horror movies while those tropes are actually happening like to their group of friends on screen. So it's interesting because like they're they're getting close to it being cheesy and they're like just right before the line of it being like way too, uh, way too cheesy. And it was, I think 95 was the first one. 96. Um, yeah. And it still holds up. It was good. It was fun. There was there was one one death scene that was like cheesy and over the top, but the rest of them were I think they still hold up really well. Acting's good. The soundtrack is really good, um, and I had a lot of fun. A lot of mm. fun. Puts you back in the '90s, man. There, there's so many movies from the '90s, especially horror films that are like they have such a uh, picturesque view of like high schools and colleges. Like, you know, you watch movies like Urban Legend and like Scream 2 and like then you think like that's what college is supposed to be like. Oh, I've seen college. (laughs) It was not the same. No one died in my college. God damn it. Mm -hmm. There was no serial killer in my my school. Nope. Nope. I was let down. The advertisements, uh, they, they were not true. Interesting. Interesting. Did you end up watching uh, Dracula at all? I know I didn't I didn't watch it yet. Um, I got that steel book of thirty one from Rob oh, Zombie. Yeah. So I did end up watching that. Um I thought it was I thought it was better than the reviews. The reviews were a little harsh. Yeah. I felt like the reviews made it sound like it was super low budget and like pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Um I think plot-wise was a little weak. There was a lot of moments where I felt like they weren't they weren't really like making making obvious sense of what the plot was supposed to be. Yeah. And there was a couple characters that felt very out of the out of the scenario. Like there there there's they all get captured and they get put in this sadistic game where yeah. it's like the game's called 31. There's 12 hours. People are going to try to kill you, and you don't have any weapons. There might be some weapons lying around, but you have to either you know escape or die within 12 hours. Yeah. And there was like 
three out of the five characters didn't have any moment where they were like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. This is so fucked up. My life is over. I can't believe we got captured. This is horrible. There was so many characters that just, they saw someone die and they were just, they were just cool with it. Like right away. It was so weird. They were like, this is not some weird thing that happens in the seventies. This is just normal. I'm in a mm-hmm. horror movie and this is what's happening. Yeah. There, there was just a few acting moments that just were, they did not feel embedded in the, um, in the plot. Outside of that, I thought it was a fine Rob Zombie um, slasher demented film. And forgive me, I cannot remember the actor's name, but he's also in Three from Hell, who plays the main um, Deathhead or Screwhead. What the fuck is his name? I can't remember. They all have insane names in 31. Let me find Oh, the main guy with the, the face paint at the end. Yeah, Richard Brake uh, as Doomhead. That was a very compelling and an insane performance. Um, the movie opens with like about seven and a half, eight minutes of him confronting someone that he's about to kill. Really, really good cinematography, and his performance honestly is is incredible. That's what kept me invested the whole time. He's not in most of the movie, is he? I thought he was just like halfway through and then. Well, that ends. that's yeah, that's that's the weird part too. He's in the beginning, and it sets you up, and it's like, oh, this is gonna be the bad guy. Oh, then oh wait, he doesn't come back for another like thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, but I because I was just sitting there waiting for him to return. Um, but that opening scene honestly was like that was incredible, and there's there's a lot of good, there's like a lot of really interesting cinematography throughout the film. It just didn't feel. It just needed somebody there, kind of telling Rob, like, "Hey, you forgot to, you know, include a part where everyone thinks they're terrified of being in this game for twelve hours." Yeah, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't like horrible. Wow! That's I just came I across a uh, a Doomhead uh, custom Funko. It's pretty fucked, oh, dude. Doomhead. Wow. That's his name. Doomhead Funko. That actor is just, he is unsettling. It's, yeah. And the it's fact Wolfman. that he's a stormtrooper yeah. imperial officer. Sorry, not a stormtrooper imperial officer. A imperial officer in Mando made it even crazier. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want this. Okay. Purchased. Correct. I want this Funko. I'll have to yeah. He, Richard Brake either looks like a psychopath murderer or like... A guitarist in a 70s rock band. Who might, on the side, be a psychopath murderer. Yeah. Maybe that's where, that's how he writes all of his songs. I went down the river and cut the body in half. <laughs> no, dude. That's not how it went. No, I was going. Don't do it. Oh, wait. So I watched that. It was fun. Did he I, play the Night King, too? Oh. Did he? I think so. I think so. Wow. I have a memory of that. Wow. We're learning a lot about this guy real quick. Yeah, it looks like he played uh, the Night King in, in Game of Thrones. He was a voice in Doom. I never played that one, so I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, he's unsettling as a person. <laughs> That's he's in the Kingsman sure. too, man. There's, there's a lot of stuff that he's been in. That's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just going to start binge watching everything he's been in because he, he, like you said, he's just unsettling. He's perfect for, for what he does. Dude, if you're looking to get creeped out and have a little bit of like Stanley Coop, it's it was almost like a Clockwork Orange style where the demented lead character is explaining to you everything that he's going to do and why he's so fucked up. Like that whole opening opening scene was very much in that vein. So, I mean, it's worth just to watch that alone. I don't even remember the opening scene. Oh, dude. I was I was like I was captured for the first like 10 minutes. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude. I'm all in." And then it went to all the people in their little van and I was like, "Okay, now I'm oh, a little yeah. Now I'm a now I'm a little um annoyed." <laughs> See, I I feel bad saying this, but the little blonde girl, the old she's a little older, the actress, isn't she isn't she in like a dress the whole time? You know what I'm talking about? Sherry? Sherry? No, it's not Sherry Moon Zombie. I'm looking it up. Yeah, look it up. I don't remember. There is an older woman who's like kind of leading the little circus troupe. No, it was Sex Head. Oh, yeah, one of the one of the crazy people in the um she I don't know game. what it is. I don't know what it is about her, but I just I don't she's not believable to me. She she's, is she's the, the voice in, of Buttercup in <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that was so weird when I looked that up on IMDb. She, because uh, she's the the prostitute in Devil's Rejects. Oh, save all the real fucking for the sheep. But she actually. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what she Fuck, said. Dude. Um, she's actually believable in that. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like you said. Maybe part of like halfway low budget stuff kind of took away from you know the acting. But yeah, whatever. It, it was just missing like four or five minutes of something to set it up like these people are yeah. in a van they're they're like carnies they're going from like town to town doing the next circus thing blah 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 and they talk about that in the van like we need a new attraction we need a new ride whatever and then all of a sudden they come across like it's nighttime and they're driving and all there's a bunch of scarecrows in the road and somebody gets out to check them out and all of a sudden they get captured and then they're locked up in uh handcuffs and then these people in like Baroque fucking Beethoven outfits are yeah. talking about this game that they're going to play. And I was mm-hmm. like, I just needed like one like one scene explaining who is going to capture them and why and what the game is about and what's the purpose behind it. Just like a little a little throwaway line or something. Yeah, I guess that's there I mean you're along for the ride just as the people who are captured. You don't know anything about these true. people, so it's like True. Yeah. But I know. I mean, sometimes you're just like, just give me a little extra, a little more than what the characters know. Just a little. Hey, I'm in, you know, Oklahoma. Right. Exactly. What state? Are they in? I don't know. I don't know. How's they shot in California? Were they in California? I don't know. They didn't tell me. What's their sales tax like? I know. I just need to know a little bit more. Do they have online there? Do they have online? Yeah, I didn't. And I was careful to say. Like I, I know I'm, I know that I'm one for extra details, so it's not like I wanted them to explain every single thing. I just needed like a little expository. So E.G. Daly, who is the actress we were just talking about, who does Buttercup, also does Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. <laughs> we're getting somewhere real quick. <laughs> well, that gives that movie a whole new meaning then if I rewatch it. Yeah, it's crazy how you go down these rabbit holes and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Sex head? Yeah, that's uh, Buttercup and Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> it tracks. I, 
ain't the best stuff. Good deal. So it was it was fun. You know, it was it was worth it. I am uh, I'm a collector of like Balk series and things. Mm-hmm. So I got the steel book because I wanted to start collecting the Rob Zombie um, kind of array of films. So I'm glad I got it. It's not one of my favorites, but it will start the collection. And that's all that matters sometimes. Yeah. Um, speaking of DVD collections, uh, I will give you guys a kind of an update on um, owning the new Xbox Series S. Um, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I just be able to throw a DVD in this thing, but I can't. It does, because yeah. I don't have a ton. Well, I actually do have a lot of DVDs, but most of them I've been slowly buying digitally when they're on sale. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'm like, fuck, I have like the full Dark Knight series all on Blu-ray. I can't pl- I can't watch that right now. I'd have to... Yeah. It is. It does suck. And then um, the memory is super limiting. I will full... It sucks. It sucks because I can only have like four or five full games downloaded. I'm glad you mentioned that because I've been thinking about. I, I want to get a new console. I want to wait till Black Friday, and I was thinking if I want the the X or the S. Yeah, I mean the S for what it is. I mean it's it's hard to pass up if you can't get your hands on an X. The S, I mean it runs so smooth. It's nice. There's Tiny. a lot of good. There's a lot of good aspects. But if if you can get the X, I would just get the X. I'll keep yeah, that the, in mind. The the number one thing is memory. I and, and you know to be a jackass about it. How many games am I playing all at the same time? Two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so why have everything downloaded all at the same time? You know. But then then again, like when you and I wanted to, hey, let's go back and play F- Battlefield F- one or five, and it's like, well, let me pick one, and I gotta <laughs> download it. Right. So you, there's a ways around it. You can make it work for three hundred bucks. It. I mean. It was nice just to be able to stream stuff in full 4K. Yeah. And it was noticeable immediately. Um, so it does look better. Nice. And it runs smooth. So, but is what it yeah. is. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's good to know. I only have like two or three games installed at once, anyways. I'm playing mm-hmm. like Overwatch and like Battlefield 1 and 4 right now. So, yeah. But I'll consider well, the new that. games are the new games are huge. Like Far Cry, crazy, Far Cry Six is taking up so much space. Oh, dude, it's insane. Yeah, well, sixty, done, eighty, a hundred gigs. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like ninety-eight gigs. I'm like, dude, that's everything. <laughs> that's all of it. You can get two games. You can get an expansion on there, though, right? Like an expanded hard drive. Yeah, yeah, but if you get like a solid state hard drive, man, it's they're so fucking expensive, man. It's like hundred fifty bucks, right? Oh no, three three hundred dollars for like a terabyte. Well, doesn't Microsoft have one like a like a Xbox branded hard they drive do. that's like one hundred fifty bucks? It's a it's a one terabyte expansion card. I think it's two hundred. But the, yeah, but then you might as well buy the X, right? For the extra right. two hundred bucks, you know, same exactly. price. Exactly, exactly. If you so. can get your hands on it, I haven't I haven't done any more digging because yeah. I got the S and it's been working fine. But yeah. long term, I uh, you know maybe two years, three years down the road, I'm just gonna have to bite the bolt and buy another system. I can always pass this off to, you know, if my wife wants to play on it. Your son, once he's two years old, he'll be ready to play. He will. Yeah. Overwatch, bitch. Let's get it. (laughs) Got to teach him how to play KOTOR early on. So I'll keep my eyes open, but uh, that's the next thing that's coming up. And I don't want to talk about it now because I know we're about out of time, but we can chat about Skyrim Anniversary next week because I'm very much looking forward to that. 
I am showing people still don't have the exit. Walmart's selling it for nine hundred dollars right now. <laughs> you can get it on eBay for like three thousand dollars. I saw. That's what I'm. I'm yeah. So <laughs> I'm. To be honest, you know, with its downfalls, I'm glad I got the S because at least I have an updated. You know, I can play the new games and stuff. So. Yeah, I think I'll probably. I'm probably gonna end up doing that. You know, two hundred bucks, and that's the trade-off. Is like, I only play two games at a time, so it's it's fine. And so. you can still back. You know, play if you if you have to you plug in your old shit and. Start it up again, whatever. Fucking plug it in, bitch. I still got it. Hey, baby, do you plug it in? Mm-hmm. Recording stopped. It's the uh, rhythm of the day by yours truly, Mopa. Okay, guys.